Reading the Play is Australia's favourite source of NRL and horse racing tips. Our professional analysts provide the sporting enthusiasts with the best of the best. Get the best professional tips and previews from our tipsters direct to your phone. Readingtheplay.com. All right, let's keep going with uh, NFL, Jared. Uh, no real news in the NRL too, by the way. We've, we've still, you know, there's a bit of stuff around Joey Manu going to Japan and all that sort of stuff, but we're still well, waiting. I think the, the yeah. cooling, surely the cooling off period has cooled off for Luai, hasn't it, Jimmy? My understanding is he hadn't signed it yet. So he's told his teammates he's leaving. Everyone thinks it's the Tigers, but he hasn't yet signed it. So the cooling off period hasn't actually started yet. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know why, Jared. I don't know why, but I did get he did get engaged the other day. So um, maybe that's got something to do with it. But yeah, no confirmation just yet. Although everyone is saying it's going to happen at the West Tigers. Yes, well. A lot happening in the NFL. We're into the home stretch, Jimmy. We've got two weeks to go before we then start the playoffs. And uh, what about those Detroit Lions, eh? First time in 30 years they're a divisional winner. Jeez, uh, they'd be doing grand uh, handstands down at uh, the Merlihan household. Uh, there would have been um, Lions jumpers under the, the Christmas tree, I would have thought, Tristan, wouldn't they? Absolutely, yeah. It was a it was a very good morning. Uh, I told the girls that to uh, that to wait um, upstairs until the Lions clinched the division before we could go down and see what Santa got them. So they were they were very uh, very thrilled with uh, with that. But uh, no, they, uh, they they they're all on the Lions uh, train as well. Yeah, they'd nearly get a Detroit Pistons singlet with that Lions jersey too at the same time, wouldn't they? Yeah, the Pistons maybe not going quite so well, but uh, <laughs> you, you can't ask for too much in Detroit. You've got to you've got to be happy with uh, with one of the sides firing. Well, we had those two big games last weekend. The Ravens, we've touched on, uh, very decisive winners. As five-and-a-half-point underdogs going into San Francisco, absolutely gave the 49ers a little bit of a lesson. I thought Purdy was caught short, was very poor. He didn't like the fence in his face. He had four turnovers. Um, and that's the sort of pressure that they're going to find in those last couple of weeks of this, the playoffs. Um, I'm sure they're better than what they offered, but they're going to need to be if they, they come up against a team like the Ravens or the Bills, should it be a Super Bowl. The hey, Dolphins... Just on that, Jared. just on that, Jared. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? So the genius of the Shanahan offense and, uh, you know, like a lot of sports, physicality can shut that down. So Brock... Purdy found out. Dak Prescott is not finishing the year as strongly as he would have liked. Indeed, Dallas Cowboys fans would have liked. What has that done to the MVP market, Tristan? Because I reckon anyone who was thinking Brock Purdy is off him after that game last week. Yeah, absolutely. I saw something trending on uh, on Twitter that maybe Sam Darnold might be in contention for the MVP <laughs> after that last drive. But um, no, that, that, we have seen quite a big move. Brock Purdy was the firm favourite. He's now $14 to win the MVP. Lamar Jackson, he's been the biggest mover and shaker. He's into $1.57 on the back of that effort. He was $5.50 last week. So one win seen him go from $5.50 into $1.57. He's been very good. Christian McCaffrey four dollars sixty. We uh, we know the uh, the stats there about uh, non quarterbacks winning the award. Josh Allen nine dollars. Tua Tunga by lower nine fifty. Brock Purdy down to fourteen. Dak Prescott twenty one. And Tyreek Hill twenty one dollars. So he's about the same price as how many kids he has. So that one could be uh, <laughs> could, could be interesting. But we've certainly got a firm favourite in Lamar. And that was just this year, I think, too, for Tyreek. Um, just on that. Well, 
Uh, there was a couple of drives there that, that Brock Purdy interception when McCaffrey was so free. I mean, it's really easy yeah. sitting in the stand, Jared, but that was the one where people are looking at it going, uh-oh. Well, I think the other key thing out of that game, Jimmy, and we've touched on this so many times this season about how important staying uh, upright and physical and having uh, your best on the team. The 49ers picked up two or three very key injuries during the course of that game, in particular in the second half, which I think is going to knock them around for a couple of weeks. Uh, back to the MVP. Listen, I I will lay Lamar Jackson at $1.57 until my nose bleeds. Uh, his numbers do not stack up to end up winning this vote. I'll tell you who the right money for me is uh, Josh Allen at $9. The Bills are on a run. They're up to no, uh, sixth seeding now. Uh, I think they can win out. Um, and into a very strong position. And um, the vote for this is, I think, in the first couple of weeks of the playoff. Um, and it's always heavily flavoured around who's been the trending player. And, you know, clearly over the last couple of weeks, uh, Prescott's gone out the window, now Purdy out the window. What about the bloke who sold his ticket, $2,000 on Purdy to win MVP for two hundred thousand dollar collect and then there's a site in the u.s where you can actually sell winning confirmed tickets and he sold it for a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars and the bloke who bought it is up for uh paying 125 to collect 75 and now he may as well put it on the bonfire wow um just on that josh allen it's interesting isn't it so your suggestion there is that um, Josh Allen favours for the MVP after Buffalo find out a way to win with him being a complimentary piece of their offence rather than their offence. So, well, uh, very works. much so, Jimmy. And I think I think they've learnt uh, under their the change of their uh, OC to actually run the ball far more. Cook's been uh, a big standoff, uh, given an option off outside of Allen, and I think that's also brought out the best of Allen. And uh, I think the Bills can win out. Um, I certainly think that they can get through to the championship game in the AFC against the Ravens, which would be a cracker. The other team that's certainly limping at the moment is the Chiefs. They've now lost five of the last eight. Um, you know, poor Mahomes, I mean, he just does not have options. Um, you know, Kelsey looks 34, if not 44, right at the moment, or worrying about other things uh, off the field. Uh, he does not have receivers, which we've touched on many times. Um, so, yes, very interesting run home in the AFC. I do think the two standouts for mine, though, are uh, the Ravens and the Bills. I think the Dolphins get caught out uh, in the finals. On the other side, the 49ers, well, I think one more win clinches in the top seed there. I think the Eagles are limping. Big question mark about the quality around what the Lions are doing. They've got a very nice matchup against the Cowboys this week. You know, do the Cowboys come back? The Rams are causing all sorts of trouble, and... What about Baker uh, Mayfield, the Buccaneers? Hey, eh? he signed a one-year contract at eight and a half million. He's playing for his future. Well, he's absolutely aimed up. They're now sitting fourth seed, and should they win this week against the uh, the Saints, he picks up a million-dollar bonus for winning their division. Yeah, Who said like... motivation wasn't motivation? Yeah, much like the top sport, I think uh, uh, yearly end-of-year bonus, isn't it? Uh... <laughs> For those people who are ranked in the top seeds, uh, just to confirm that. Uh, what about Super Bowl market, Tristan? Have we seen much of a move on that on the back of the performance of the 49ers? Uh, well, as I mentioned earlier, the 
Broncos are out the gate to that three hundred and fifty-one dollar mark oh, up, up the top of the uh, the the market. The 49ers, they're still the favourites, but it's a lot closer than what it was. They're three dollars sixty uh, now. Where if you look at them last week, they were three dollars before the game uh, last weekend. So they gone from three out to three sixty. Baltimore into four dollars ten. They've been the biggest movers. They were nine. Uh, what were they? They were seven dollars before the game on the weekend. So there's been a big move on the back of that outcome. Philadelphia, $9. Kansas City and Miami both at $9.50. Buffalo on the charge into 10 Dallas at 15 The Lions at 21 Cleveland at 34 And the team that I think is, as Jared touched on, is, is making a charge are the LA Rams. They're at $46. And Tampa Bay with that big game coming up this weekend to, to, to lock up the division if they can get a win. They're at 67 So... Uh, certainly the market is a lot tighter than what it was when the 49ers were very firm favourites last week. Well, I'd need to go back and look at what the date was, but uh, I did mention on the podcast when uh, when I made the bet that particular week, the Ravens at $13 to uh, win the Super Bowl. So now in the 410, I've got something there to play with. I did also back the 49ers last week. Maybe the two of them might meet up in the Super Bowl and give me an option either way. Uh, gee, uh, McVeigh is a good coach. What he's done with that very young team at the Rams has been outstanding. And uh, some of his scheme and change, uh, in particular, what he's doing with attack is uh, is super the watch. Did you see that? Um, I was watching a bit of the Rams game the other day. He um, he came into the league as a 30-year-old, as a coach, a head coach. He's still, and that was six years ago, he's still yes. the youngest coach in the NFL. Yep. And, and, he's, and he's a Super Bowl winning coach. Um, coach uh and and as you say he's got them firing so isn't it amazing how no matter the sport and you think with 53 players and offensive and defensive coordinators and, and the amount of resources that they have that one person in your organizations can still have such a huge impact about uh and, its, its overall and I, th- I think that the standout point here jimmy and you look around uh the league at some of the the outstanding coaches, in particular, you know, say the Rams or you look at the Packers with LeFleur and and last year Andy Reid. Yes, Andy Reid's got Mahomes, but when they bring all these young rookies in, it then becomes the teacher that really is the coach. And that's where you start to see, you know, who really comes to the fore. And, you know, what what McVeigh's done with all of those young guys this year has just been outstanding and I think sets them up for the next couple of years to really kick off. So that so that's you know what do we say about the great coaches in the NRL? They they improve players. They don't have to win every year. That's impossible. But if you improve players, and again, that's a, a universal concept. Righto. Speaking of concepts, the concept of putting money on one team to win. What are you doing with that this week, Jared? Uh, I want to get back on the Dallas Cowboys bandwagon. And they play the Lions this week. Now the Cowboys come off two losses, two away losses. They go back home. They play on dirt. Uh, their home record is perfect so far this season. And I, they get the Lions, I think, at the right week. I think the Lions will be drinking the Kool-Aid all week because they're, uh, they've won the division. They're patting everybody on the back. They've been in parties and not meetings this week, Jimmy. And <laughs> I think it's the right week to be with the Cowboys. Minus six. Load me up. Lock that one in. $1.98. I can't believe you're so generous, Tristan. I think you could be on the right money there as much as it pains me to say, but I think the Detroit Lions have got their eyes two weeks ahead where they will potentially be playing 
Matt Stafford and the LA Rams as the number six seed in what could be one of the biggest games in Detroit for many decades. And and I think the Rams, I think they they look, in my opinion, one of the sides that are on the up. That if you want to take a little bit of value about them at a big price with the view to sort of trade them later on, I think the Rams are the team that you can do that with to win the Super Bowl. But I'm not saying they're going to get there, but just with that in mind, I think they've, they've got a very good matchup this weekend against the Giants. $1.41 the Rams, two eighty six the Giants, four and a half. I'm going to take the minus four and a half at the dollar eighty four. I think they'll be getting the job done, and then I think they'll be getting their eyes ready for that game against Matty Stafford and uh, against the Detroit Lions, should I say, in that week one of the playoffs. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, Chicago Bears, gentlemen, three of their last four games they've won. Um, Atlanta defence has been a very leaky situation. So I'm going to take you to that game. I thought the line was two and a half. Tristan must have had an inkling that I was going to get involved in it. He's wound it out to three. However, we're getting $1.94 for that. They're $1.61 head-to-head. So I've got the Bears at Soldier Field, minus three, at $1.94 is my bet of the week. Any interest, gents? Any interest? It doesn't really matter now, isn't it? Like... I'm almost at, at the podium, like you stand up and just collect everything and anything. No, we, we've taken the knee, uh, Jimmy. So I'm, <laughs> we're, we're, we're just moving into next season. We're going to come out. We're, we're going to keep our cards close to our chest and uh, come in with a with a clear strategy next year to make sure you don't go back to back to back. I have to be a fly on the wall at that preseason camp that you two go on. That'd be hilarious. Very funny story there about the Bears too, Jimmy, because uh, Caleb Williams, who looks like the the absolute standout number one pick uh, as a quarterback through the draft, well, the Bears have the number one pick into the draft this year, uh, and all the noise appears to be that they're going to sack their coach and then trade uh, fields. Uh, Well, Williams has been liking different posts around Instagram that journalists are obviously tracking, uh, all about him not wanting to be um, the draft pick for the Bears. So uh, very interesting watching the next couple of weeks. He's cheering on Fields to um, end up hanging on to his job so he might end up somewhere else. Jeez, Jared, uh, anyway. Jared, you had me all excited when you said funny story around the Bears there. I thought we were going back to North Sydney Oval in the 1990s. Uh, yeah, I thought no, finally no. he's going to reveal one of these on air. Uh, that's for another podcast, as they say, Jimmy. Yes. Well, oh, I think you might be Jared right with the Bears. If Jared hadn't have said that story that took half an hour this morning, you would have still got that two and a half, Jimmy, but they moved that window <laughs> from two and a half to three on the back of that. <laughs> oh, dear. Adrian Tool, one of the greats. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that, Jared. Um, all right, so we're locked in. No lunch bets? Not even interested. Fair income. No lunch hey. bets, mate. Hey, not much fight left in this dog. So <laughs> we're we're, we're going to let you hit the running pace without the wobbles. All right, fair enough. Fair enough.